I'm drawing a line in the fucking sand here. Do not read the Latin. And now, the epic conclusion of Don't Read the Latin's two-part monster episode with Michael Montour, Jennifer Lovely, and handsome boyfriend Jim. I want to just talk about monsters that are kind of fucking awesome. Okay. Uh, Dark was the night. Yeah. Their monsters are are scary and 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 uh, interesting. Uh, they're just they were just frightening. Yeah. I I, I liked your 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 comment uh, about it when we watched it at the horror movie Friday. Uh, which, by the way, Dark Was the Night was another victory for me. Um, <laughs> it was actually your suggestion. Uh, but that, that where you had said that it was like, because it, it's nothing really new in yeah. the horror movie thing, but they made it like no other horror movies ever yeah. had been made before. Yeah. Yep. It, it, and it's just really good family drama mm-hmm. that happens to have a monster in it. Exactly. One of the things that impressed me about it is it... it there's a tightrope that a lot of monster movies uh, try to walk. Mm-hmm. And it depends whether they make it to the other side or not and how successfully. Is the kind where you're not showing the monster at first. I know. And, and there, there's such a good job of There's that two big reasons to, to not show the monster in, in, in the movie that, that you're making. And one of which is just to build up the audience's tension and suspense of, oh my god, what is this thing? What does it look like? And the other reason is because you know your monster actually kind of sucks and you want mm-hmm. to not have it on camera as, as much as you can avoid it. Um, but so, so, yeah, a lot of movies walk, walk this fine line of when do we show the monster? Do we show it too soon? Do we show it too late? And, and does it pay off when you see it? it perfectly. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't in, show in a moment too soon, in its and it looks great. In of it, where you're just seeing reflections or little just hints of it, it's terrifying. Yeah. And then when they do show you it, it's still, still terrifying. terrifying. And, and, and that really, really well surprised and impressed me. Because when they were just showing it in hints and suggestions, I thought it was falling into category two of what I just laid mm-hmm. out there. That, oh, you, you realize this is not a good monster that you have here. But no, it, it, it wasn't... Uh, You're just well it, done. Yeah. Period. Uh, along the, the lines of both uh, monsters that look really good and are well done and movies that completely lose it uh, in the final scene, yeah. uh, The Mist. Movie. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> yes, The Mist is an is an excellent movie. It's an excellent monster movie. It's it's one of the one of the the, the cooler uh, monster movies because not only do you have the monsters, but also humanity are the real yes. monsters. You know. But the great thing with The Mist is number one, watch it in black and white. Yes, I still need to do that. I really watch it. I, I've got the DVD that has it in black and white. It's a big improvement, and I like the movie and, to begin with. And it and it. Um, it does the movie a lot of favors yeah. um, in seeing the monsters, where it covers a lot of, of just its time frame when it came out on the special effects. Yeah. Um, my major complaint, it's, it's, it's neither here nor there. The monsters themselves are terrifying. Um, but I feel a lot around the ending of that movie in the same way that I do about Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, where they seem to fucking hate their fans. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's, it's let's just so fuck. bleak. And, and, and it's punishing us for... Karen? Having the yeah the you know yeah yeah and so it makes me angry. Um, see, I can take that in a movie. I can't take it in an ongoing series, yeah. which is why I don't watch those other shows. Yeah, yeah. The things that you mentioned. Um, the uh, Descent. Uh, <laughs> well, I still need to watch the I, second one. I I have the second I still one have now. It. 
Like, that, what what do you think of the second one? Uh, the second one has absolutely its flaws. Sure. Absolutely, there are. It's it is it is more of a, a of a straight up creature type romp than the first one is. Mm. The first one's very much a horror movie. I yeah. mean, it's it's yeah. claustrophobic. Yes, it's all of these things. The second but one the first has like is also much more about toxic female friendships. Yes, and... uh, this one is. Hey, look! The, hey, some this this because it's a, it's a it is a sequel to the uh, American ending for right. one thing. Okay. Um, uh, which in a lot of ways I actually prefer. Yeah. Uh, is the American ending just mm-hmm. because she gets out of there? But so many monster movies, they get out of there and then they they're oh we're gonna go off and yeah, live our lives. She's mentally screwed up. Yeah. She's she, fucked. Yeah. This will this will this will, will follow her the rest of her life. Yes, and, and it's, it's very clear. Um, but I she, like that. That seems way more realistic. Than uh, they, they basically, she ends up in a hospital, and they take her down into the. They're like, oh, well, there's this mine shaft that leads down there, and you have all these kind of overweight dudes that are going down there to do spelunking with her to, to go look for the survivors because they don't believe her. This all seems ill-advised. And then monsters <laughs> attack. But the movie is there is a thing that happens. I think about two thirds of the way through the movie. Before that, it's just kind of like a bog standard, you know. They're doing something that they shouldn't. They they're ill prepared for. Yeah. And then about two thirds of the way through the movie, something so fucking awesome happens that for me it just completely huh. redeems the rest right. of the film. All right, I'll watch it then. Okay. Um. That said, the descent was way better. Yeah. Way 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 better. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, kind of a random choice here. Uh, something that I didn't like the movie, but the monsters are great. Yeah. Is Silent Hill. Hmm. True. Terrible movie. Yeah. The nurses, terrifying. Pyramid yeah. Head, fucking terrifying. Here is here is something I, actually... I learned about Silent Hill just recently. Okay. Sean Bean was an add-in to that film. He was not oh. originally in the film. The producers and the film studio said, it's a movie with pretty much all women in it. You can't have a horror movie with nothing but women in it. <laughs> so they threw in the Sean Bean arc, apparently, towards yeah. the end of it. Interesting. Okay. Speaking so that's of, why it feels tacked on. Speaking of late editions, and this one astonishes me because it feels so organic and integral to the film. Uh-huh. I read today that the, the the nun figure in The Conjuring 2 was something added after they'd wrapped uh-huh. principal photography. I... I don't know... I don't. I don't personally feel that we'd have been missing much by not having it. Sure, but it doesn't feel like a like it, it was tacked it on does, either. It does not feel tacked. So on. that's. Though yeah. I, I will say that my one grievance was having Marilyn Manson show up <laughs> in his nun his nun habit. That, that, that is certainly what it looked like. Yeah. That was the messy version of my notes. So. Uh. Oh yeah. That reminds me. I, I do want to say one thing with, with the Conjuring too, is there's one moment in it that no, made me you yeah. There's one moment in it that made me literally laugh out loud in theater, and then and I realized the I was one. literally the only, only one in the entire theater. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, but it just seems so over the top to you. It, that yeah, it the, yeah, yeah. But the whole rest of the scene and the buildup of it was really, really terrifying, and then they just took it too far. And yeah. th- this is the scene with the painting. Is all I'm going to say about yeah. it. Um. I just want to throw out Mimic because, mm-hmm. yeah. because that is 
They aren't really ever explained either, are they? Yes, no, they created. are. They're, they're created. They're created. They? they were bioengineered. Yeah, at the very to, beginning of the film. Because there was a wow, there okay. was an insect that was basically um, passing on a disease that was killing just mainly children. children. It was cockroaches. Cockroaches, cockroaches that were, were killing these children. That's right. And so they released. Yeah. They created a strain that they released out that would the kill Judas them. strain. The Judas strain. Right. And then it was not supposed to procreate. After that, it was supposed to be a one generation, and then they would all die off. But, but, uh, but nature finds, finds a way. way. <laughs> I know. I'm just going there. Which you know, we also have to mention is <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yes. And, and 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 this is kind of on on the line for me. It, it is well, yeah, dinosaurs were real. But they're not real now, no. so that kind of makes yeah. them fit under, as you put it earlier, things that should, should not be. be. So yes, no, they they still fit under there. I I don't know if it's a monster movie as so much as you know it, it feels just too action adventurey for yeah, me. Yeah, I totally get that, but but certainly you know the the like the the T Rex attack mm-hmm. is no, a there are absolutely scene shared and, parts you know, in there. Yeah, it it has. <laughs> If you'll kind of pardon the expression, uh, it has some monster movie DNA in it. Uh, yeah. Wah, wah, okay. Yeah. Um, I am going to throw out Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. I will happily throw out Cloverfield. <laughs> but the monsters are they're I, they're monstery. I I still haven't seen Ten Cloverfield Lane, so but you really need yeah, to. I do. Um, Cloverfield, I I, I I'm, I'm being speaking too... of real monsters. Yep. Cloverfield, I'm being way too hard on, and Just I said hard on. Uh, <laughs> because uh, it made you so fucking sick in the It did, yeah. I, I, I literally had trouble watching it, but honestly, that's my only complaint about it. Yeah. Uh, story-wise, it was pretty great. Uh, I don't feel like it paid off in the monster visuals here's, nearly as well as... Here is my wish for Cloverfield. Here yeah. is my wish for Cloverfield, is that, when, is that they should have made a second movie. A second Cloverfield movie, not Ten Cloverfield Lane, but a second one that follows the that there's the there's the one army sergeant that's oh. in there who's uh, who's the one that, that tells them you got to get out of here you know yeah go up go up this way into sure. the, the stairway or whatever he follows him and his unit and make it a traditional monster movie mm. where it's his army okay. and the other army and everything what's this thing coming out of the water and then have them intersect. At that scene, nice. yeah, and maybe you see the kids like running around in the background of one of the military things, but make it a like a the the, the way of the, the broad the, um, monster movie, uh, paranormal activity. The marked ones intersect yeah. with yeah, paranormal yeah. activity. Yeah. yeah, that that would be really fun. See, and it, still time. as far as I'm concerned, they did make a sequel to Cloverfield, and, and it's called Pacific Rim, which is another movie that it's on my not on my list for, for oh, things. It's got to be on all because our it's list. a love song. It's a love yeah. song to monster movies. And, and you know, again, I have the same thing to say about it that, that I was saying about we are still here. We are still here earlier. Uh, you know, a lot of people com- complain about things in the movie that don't make any sense. They're like, yeah, these things don't make any sense. The movies that they've they're they're, they're paying homage to have had all these tropes for years. They didn't make any sense there either, mm-hmm. but they're fun. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're making a Pacific Rim too. Yes, I know. I'm so excited about that. Who was? Who was attached to that? They John Boyega. Yeah. John Boyega is going to play the young in- Idris Alba, Stacker Pentecost Jr., or whatever you're yep. going to name him. I, 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 John Boyega and everything. That, yes. That's my, that's and, my campaign. Oh my Speaking of which, what, what, what? Attack the Block. Attack the Block. It's not on our list. On my list. It's on my list. It's an alien movie, so it, is it would have been. Movie, but it's the one alien. Monsters. But they're monsters. But it is more of a monster than an alien invasion yeah. movie. Yeah, but exactly. But I have aliens. 
an alien mm-hmm. online because see see uh, here's like I said I went really narrow. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and I was going here's, perfectly... here's why I tried try to draw I, the line. I can't on believe that. because I literally I remember thinking attack the blog. Yeah, I <sighs> didn't. I didn't think of it during all of this, and that makes me really upset because it. And, one and of my an amazing and an amazing thing of what you, how you can do so much with so little. Yeah. Because the monster effects in that and are not. And they only had two suits, right? Something like that. Yeah. You know, they they superimposed or one, everything I don't else. Know, something like that. Yeah. But it's just it's not something where they 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 was not a lot of money, but you can do a lot with very yeah. little. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I, having really I, good actors. I, I like to say mm-hmm. it's the best Doctor Who episode. The the, the Doctor isn't in. Yeah. Hmm? Yep. Uh, th- this is what happens when the doctor doesn't show up to stop an alien invasion. It's uh-huh. up to the street kids of London they, they, to yeah, take care. Yeah, they make sure yeah. that shit happens. Um, um, but in the same vein of, um, of of throwing out stuff where the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, it's one of those that I don't think we need to talk that much about because no. they, we've really thoroughly covered it. For one it thing, we just had a, a, a carpenter episode. But boy, scary. Yeah. See, here here's where I, I drew the line on this because you were talking about well, they're aliens, is just how the aliens. Are used mm-hmm. so like um, another one is uh, Pitch Black that I was thinking. Yeah, of. Pitch mm-hmm. Black. I'm blanking on the name of this movie. Um, you, you, you're probably no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm getting there. Jesus <laughs> Christ, woman! Uh, it, you, you'll know what I'm talking about. In, in the, the the ending scene involves a walkie-talkie. Oh my goodness! It's like dark skies or. Oh, yeah, Dark Skies. Dark Skies. With the aliens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, see, in that one, the aliens are aliens. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they are intelligent actors that have an agenda. Yeah. Um, and, and are following some sort of reasonable plan. Instead of just coming down here and trying to eat everything that's in, that's in sight. Yeah. You know, then, if, if, if you, you're seemingly more or less mind... Well, you know, you can be intelligent, but it, it, if I doubt that you have a language, mm-hmm. you know... And you're trying to kill people. You're a monster. Yeah. Uh, whether you're from space or not, that's why I would would make them monsters instead of just simply aliens. Uh, so what about you? Well, Come I, on. I, I, mean, I, know I was you've got, you've I was got holding off. I, well, I was holding off for for let's, oh, let's have this to see what was happening. Um, I I did stay away from things like Thing and Aliens, the stuff that's been talked to a lot. Sure. You know, everybody knows about those movies. Um, my uh, again, my one universal movie is the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, I think it's it's a quintessential creature it's a feature. Perfect monster. It, yeah. It's a it's a creature feature, and that's that's what it is. It, it still looks perfect even today. There's the nothing about the swimming stuff now. is amazing. Yeah, uh, in that movie, I mean, and 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 it's beautifully portrayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there are so many of the the classic tropes in that movie. There's the damsel in distress, you know. Oh, and, absolutely. And and the monster is fallen and falls in love with you. Know, he's, a, he's a fish man, and he's yeah. going after the the curvaceous honey that's just on like that. in humanoids Be- from the deep. It, yes, less raping, less raping. Yeah, but you know, it it it, 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 yeah, it still holds <laughs> up. The suit is really good. Yeah. Um, it's shot so well, and and it's just there are movies like that, and I'm going to get to another one in just a second here. But there are the movies like that. You don't make them like that anymore. I'd love to see a, yeah. a, a the remake. The quietness, the quietness. I, I, I would not I, love I, to see a remake. It, well, the, the, it, for one thing, the creature would be CGI. Well, yes, but I was going to finish that, and okay. then someone interrupted me. But uh, <laughs> um, oh. I never do that. No, never. Um, the uh, I would love to see a remake, except for the fact that I know 
that yes, it would be CGI and it'd be all weird or whatever. But the uh, the the movie would not be as taught anymore. Yeah. It would it be really bloated wouldn't. with some kind of subplot for some reason, and there would be explosions and yes, and yeah, they would never the let underwater tanks. They would never let it like be it. as quiet. Yes, and along that, that line, and it's a movie that there's an underwater tank. But, but what? No, Michael Bay would direct it. That's what. Would oh happen. God! Uh, <laughs> yes, let's let Michael Bay ruin something else that yeah. I enjoy. Um, Give him time; he will. He will. Uh, so along those lines, them. I've never a, seen them. It is a movie that will eventually be shown at Horror Movie yes. Friday. I haven't seen them or it. Uh, Pennywise is a great, a great monster. I don't care. Sure. Okay. okay. It doesn't matter that he's a, actually a giant spider and that's stupid and ridiculous. But throughout most of it, most of it, he's he's a great monster. Yes. I, I agree with that. And the fact that everything is just something he puts on to yeah. to uh, terrify to terrify. Mm-hmm. But them is a is and I it it's one of my favorite uh, creature features. Uh, it is there is no wasted space in that film. Every scene goes somewhere else. I need to see that. And you don't it, it, the effects <laughs> are not great. But yeah. uh, but it's no Night of the Lepus. It it no it is by God it is no <laughs> Night of the Lepus. Um, which did not make my list it, even it though didn't Jen make and my I list. even though Jen and I just talked about it. Um, <laughs> but them you cannot go wrong it is a classic of the genre and everybody who ever wants to make a creature feature should have to watch them cool it's just okay. that fundamental it's, it's just that fundamental towards everything oh uh, i want to throw out a really minor movie that i don't think either of you have seen and i know i mentioned it at least one one previous episode but i'm, I'm very fond of it and that's the deadly spawn which you know again is is an alien it's okay. something from space um but it's this kind of low budget film but the monster effects were pretty great mm-hmm. and my main reason for for uh, having such fondness for it is that there were a ton of behind the scenes articles about it in Cinemagic magazine back mm-hmm. in the day going into details of how they made the monster yeah. how they they did all these things and so you know that was something that, that I read all those issues when I was a kid yeah. and just a few years back I was like wait a minute Scarecrow will have this movie. Yes. And they did. And I watched it. And it, it was actually good. You know, I'd been afraid that, that I had built it up too much in my head. But it, it's just a fun, solid little low-budget creature feature. <laughs> Movies that only you and I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Possession. Because that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that monster effect. I, 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 I have a hard time watching it and thinking of it as a special effect. To yeah. me, they somehow... Called into being some Lovecraftian squiddy thing. Horrible thing. Because it is utterly convincing. And I don't know how they did it. And I don't want to know. What else have I got? The Blob. The Blob. We have not mentioned The Blob. That one one absolutely made onto my list. See, that's the one that's all the way at one end of my spectrum here. Because I was realizing going down this that that there's there's a spectrum uh, from... Full on human to full on monster, mm-hmm. and and most of the stuff on this uh, that that we've mentioned is somewhere somewhere in the middle in the of, that of that spectrum. Yeah. But the, the blob, blob is, is absolutely monster. on the far end. There's nothing remotely human about it. There's nothing even recognizably animalistic about mm-hmm. it. It's just literally a, an object that is killing people. Yep. Um, and I think that oh, makes I hate it, and hungry. Yeah, and I think that makes it kind of the perfect monster. Yeah. 
Uh, I am going to specifically mention the remake of The Blob. Oh, yeah. In the 80s. That's the only one I've seen. Actually, uh, I've seen. The original one, yeah, it's a great, it's a classic of the genre. You know, it's got all the teenage... Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. He's got Teenage Rebellion. And, you know, oh, we're fighting against the man. The, the new one adds in a little weird, like, government side plot. But doesn't, I like the weird little government side Doesn't plot. detract from it terribly. Yeah. Um, and the effects are fun. And and it, it uses the, the, a lot the, of the practical whole, effects. Like, the pulling down the, the guy who, That was horrifying. Every single, and every single death in that movie is horrifying. Yes. I, I was absolutely horrified in my core and laughing my head off at the there same time when I saw that scene yeah. because I, I couldn't believe that someone had put this on film. Yep. And I when did. you do practical effects, like that one mostly is, yeah. there's some you know, like green screening or blue screening sure. probably at the time, but there's some of that superimposition on there. But when you do really good practical effects like they did in The Blob, they age very well. Yeah. So, I mean, you can still watch The Blob, and with a couple of scene exceptions, it's still as awful and gross and horrifying as it was in 1986. I think. I would still give my eye teeth for a, a, a copy of that, that recent sequel to The Thing that kept the practical effects instead mm-hmm. of what they CGI'd over the practical effects that they painstakingly shot. Yeah. To me, that's just, just an act of creative vandalism on a massive scale, and yeah. I'm still mad about it. The Babadook? The Babadook, yeah. does have a monster in it. I. <sighs> and someday your pop-up book will show up. I did, not, I, did not, I did not put it on my list. I looked at it. Just because, again, much like Nightbreed, I didn't feel like it was a monster movie. It was more of a psychological exploration movie. But <laughs> but I, I I I'm not gonna deny that, you know, it has monstrous elements to it, but it just it wasn't it doesn't it doesn't hit the creature feature for me. So I, I was torn on it because it, it, it strikes me as more like some kind of spirit. You know, there mm-hmm. there it lacks a certain amount of physicality to me. But it's still but on my list. The way it looms and yeah. and its presence was frightening yeah. and and but in this I'm I'm in immediate danger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and and yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like I said, it's on my list. I, yeah. I, I I totally get why you have it. I put it on mine, but I absolutely wavered over listing it. That that's all of your list? Pretty much. Because I knew there was a lot that you guys were going to be covering because it's stuff that you liked more than I do, or <laughs> one thing that I saw have just seen more than saw I on theirs, and I can't believe that I didn't think of it because I, I must have glossed over it when I looked over my list. Uh, is the remake of The Fly? Yeah, I even with it on my list, I didn't mention it because it does have a it does have a humanity to it. It and, absolutely and so does. So much of the the drive of the entire film is his desperate attempt to hold on to his humanity. Mm-hmm. It's a movie and, about and, cancer. And yeah. Really. And being taken over by a monstrous yeah. which is in essence cancer. However, the sequel, The yeah. Fly 2, also not really a horror movie, uh, a monster movie. It's more of a superhero movie. They never made a sequel to The Fly. I don't know what you're talking about. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying they a, a made a sequel bit... to Highlander. You know, it's just... It's, just... <laughs> it's too bad they yeah. never did. Yeah. Um, one that I, I... The thing is, the, the problem with the movie that I am going to bring up is that I have not seen it since I was probably seven years old on the Late Late movie. And... Uh, the Fly? It Lives. It Lives. Because that's a monster. I've never seen it, but I read the novelization when I was a teenager. 
Go I figure. saw way too young when they used to have the late late movie after the news and and that's a monstrous baby right yeah, I'm thinking yeah. the same yeah and actually a really interesting take that I've heard on it was from um, Elric Kane from Killer POV and now Shockwaves mm-hmm. talking about watching it right before he became a father <laughs> and how but how like all of a sudden it changed it because you are so powerless as a father. Sure. And being in that position where, you know, the woman you love is giving birth and there's nothing you can do and you are so powerless. And then it's, you know, the struggle is different, but <laughs> yeah, but it was a really interesting take. Usually on your baby then doesn't start, you know, killing, killing. everything inside. Usually. <laughs> hope. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Ivy Cal. Yep, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so that's I, why you are never going to have children. It's <laughs> one of many, many, many reasons. You know, so, ever since that court order. But uh, <laughs> so a couple movies that we watched. Okay. That uh, we'll just touch on briefly. Sure. Uh, we watched Incident at Loch Ness. Ah, oh, yes. Which is it's kind it's of a monster messy. movie. It's got Nessie yeah. in it, kind of. It's a monster. Kind of. Um, but it's it. it it's fun. It's a faux documentary with a Werner very Herzog? with Werner Herzog and and oh God, uh, right. writer and then, Zach Penn. Oh God! Playing the, the most punchy douchebag. If uh, it's got Werner Herzog in it, then it's a monster movie. He <laughs> is. You come out of this movie loving him. I, yeah, I He's already charming. Is charming and 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 now before I go on any trip or do anything, I'm going to sit down and be still for a moment. So you can find your way back. I can find my way back. Um, huh. The other movie that we watched that uh, I inflicted upon Jen uh, when <laughs> I was most like movies you make me watch when I when I said and and I am bringing the fun back into your thing, sort of in your life. Um, but uh, I decided that I really wanted to watch something stupid and fun, and so I bought oh. Piranha 3D. God. Okay. The upside of this is I got to see Eli Roth's head crushed between a dock and a boat. Sold. <laughs> it there is... were so many tits. Per- so... Piranha 3D is a love letter. Okay, so the way my brain interpreted those two sentences being put together You're like, like that. Yeah, this should it... be your movie. No, no, no. What I'm picturing is that, is that they crushed Eli Roth's head between... and tits came out of it. That would. I might like, like, that. like a tit pinata. Can you grab that book over there? Because I'm going to do a quick recommendation. If you're not going to react to the phrase tit pinata, I'm really proud of that one. So there's this book that I found. Nothing? No? no nothing? No, God no. damn it. Why do I even podcast with you? Because <laughs> you love me. Tit pinata. <laughs> I'm going to see if titpinata.com is registered. Okay, I, I I will return to this in just a moment, the, the book. But yes, please go on about Piranha. Piranha 3D <laughs> is, a, it is a love letter to the... <sighs> To the nudity and gore fest, uh, uh, so much boobs. kind of films. Yeah, there are so, so many boobs. boobs in this movie. <laughs> so much boobs. nudity. There um, are like less boobs in the world now because they use up all the boobs. Uh, it's also got a ton. That's of... why you don't see them in in, in current horror movies. Because yeah, they, they use okay. up all the boobs. All right. in yeah. they, they were planning on doing except, more. Movies. Except, and then they had you know they had Piranha 3D, which was this, Three. and then the movie after this was Piranha Double D. Three Double D. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which apparently is not good. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. that's, that's what wow. I've heard. I've never watched it, which is surprising. But no, 3D, it, and it has a lot of practical, uh, you know, corpse and gore effects in it. 
which also made it just like it's, I, it I, anytime there's good silly. little it, it yeah it is charming Who's it's silly first film is it because that's part of the reason it's famous isn't it is that it's somebody's was it first was film. it Gogers? I I I, I want to say it's like to the internet I don't who have, directed it I don't I know but I don't I have, think it's the my, director. my phone is sure not handy mine is hang on I can, I can look here on ha no not Pirates of the Caribbean, not Brad Pitt. There we go. Oh, but Pir- Piranha Three Double D has Danielle Panabaker in it. Aww. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't have a slice idea who that is. Uh, Alexandria Aja. Oh that, yes. That's who directed. Mm-hmm. But so. Well, then that's not what I'm thinking. No. Of. But the the double I D, the Piranha Double D is um I think it's uh John Gulliger or something, which you're not looking. Well, I have to search again. There we go. The trials I put upon you. Instant gratification. Yeah, it's John Gulliger. John Gulliger. So I want to bring up a book that I that I discovered. It was a recommendation from Shockwaves. Um, it is the Book of Lists, and it's the horror edition of the Book of Lists. Oh, okay. From what I gather, there's a whole bunch of other ones. Um, is there a book that lists them? Perhaps. <laughs> But um, it's a new, co- this is an all new collection featuring Stephen King, Eli Roth, Ray Bradbury, and more with an introduction by uh, Gahan Wilson. And it's basically uh, Del Housen um, is uh, the proprietor of a bookstore down in LA called Dark Delicacies. Oh, okay. That sure. is just all horror all yeah, the time. Yeah. And they do a lot of movie uh, directors and stuff will do their things at that location because it's all about horror all the time. So these, these famous names you mentioned, did they write the lists that are in yes. this? Or are they listed yes, about... there, okay. are, there are. I mean, and the thing is, it's one of those books that you just love to page through. I'm going to buy this it's off wonderful. Amazon as soon as we're done podcasting. So, so there was the only, the only thing that was terribly, terribly disappointing. Um, so, um, you know, there are wonderful things like... Um, uh, uh, Tony Timpone, his uh, 10, 10 movies he regrets putting on the cover of Fangoria. <laughs> there is, let's see, um, four horror writers on the film adapta- adaptations of their work where they just talk about things. And then we get to Eli Roth, who I'm just going to mention again, really thrilled to see his head squished uh, in a movie and and. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. But his list is Eli Roth's top 10 nastiest horror movie genital mutilations. Congratulations, Eli Roth. The other one is... Can we start a fund to get this man therapy? Yikes. The other one that made me just absolutely deliriously happy, and by that I'm (laughs) lying my fucking ass off, is, I don't know if you remember, there's a podcast I used to listen to, and it's two, you know, youngish Hollywood directors... Um, and they got a bit too dude bro for me and kept throwing around things, you know, slurs that we used, you know, back in the 80s before we knew better. Yeah. And, and you know, used the word faggy just a couple too many times for my comfort level. He has posted his Adam Greens. So there we go, in case I haven't said a name. Naming Adam names. Greens, Adam Green. There. Top 10 horror movie actresses who should have gotten naked but didn't. Who does he have on there? No, I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, but, but no, really, who does he have on <laughs> And I'm like, fuck you, Adam Green. Yeah. I mean, I already kind of felt that way. But now, I confirms feel, it. but now I feel that way more. Anyway. Yeah. I should have been better. Yeah. 
it, it, Hatchet was talked up to me way too much. Yeah. Uh, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you know, th- this is like a return to form for the genre. Women I, don't uh, owe you nudity. I, it's true, yeah. Uh, nud- nudity is a gift. A precious, precious gift. Yes. Boobs. Yes. Boobs are a gift. I'm not saying I don't appreciate them. And there were a lot to appreciate in Piranha 3D. <laughs> On that note, what other movies do you want to talk about? Well, let's see here. Uh, well, along the subject of aquatic horror, because sure. I am a sucker for aquatic horror. Uh, oh, of... I, I see what you did there. Because of octopus yeah. and, and squid? Okay, yeah. okay, I get that. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. That, that wasn't intentional? So no. Huh. Huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, let's... <laughs> when it comes to aquatic horror, uh, let me list off uh, three of them. That uh, that I enjoy, but are not necessarily any good. Um, <laughs> I do enjoy Deep Rising, which was the first. Uh, was it Steven Summers, the guy who did uh, Van Helsing and the Mummy movies? Oh yeah, I uh, love the Mummy movies. Mm-hmm. I like the first one. The first like one the first buckles two. my swash. The second <laughs> I like one, the, I like the second one. I like the kid. I like the kid. Yeah. The second one had its moments, and but then there's the it pygmies. Which yeah, right okay. there, I I, I, have I don't lost remember the that. Capacity there to... was the weird pygmy mummies and 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 the whole scorpion king thing with the terrible looking rock, rock. thing. Um, yeah. We, actually, I'm my forgiving. my my theory is uh, that you can with the mummy movies and Stephen Summers, you can actually watch uh, what happens when a uh, studio lets loose of a director because the first movie mummy movie, I'm sure as a you know first time for them. Universal was very in control of that property yeah. and really probably sure. reined him in, no, kept it tight, made sure that everything, you know, this is going to be the type of movie that we're going to get out of this guy. And then it made a bunch of money. So they said, hey, Stephen Summers, let's do this thing. You know, we'll you make money ahead, too. Make be a little, you want. Be a little bigger. And Stephen Summers went, ha ha, yeah. And then there was Pygmy Mummies and The Rock and all this other terrible, stuff. Terrible, terrible. And animation. then there were bad choices. That oh. movie made a lot of money. Yeah. So he, they said, oh, the why don't you reboot the all the franchises of the Universal Monster movies and make Van Helsing? Oh. And Stephen Summers was... There was nothing good about that movie. There's really nothing. There are two quotes from Stephen Summers about that fucking movie that stick with me. The first one is, he said, if I film it, they will come. So you can see just the rampant you ego. arrogant little fuck. The second one, <laughs> along the lines of arrogant little fuck, was... Uh, in in one of the extras for that movie, he was talking about the different monsters, and he starts talking about the werewolf, and he's like, "In this, we're doing something that no one's ever thought of doing before with the werewolf. See, the wolf is inside him, and so he has to kind of tear away no, the human part." Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I I watched Company of Wolves, mm-hmm. and I watched the old werewolf TV show that was on Fox, and but- both of those did that. Long before you did this bullshit the, movie, sir. The, the first time I encountered that was in um, uh, was in Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Yes, that image, as drawn by Stephen Bissett and John Totalbin, fucking terrifying. Yeah. You know, yes. so but yes, but yeah. just specifically towards werewolves, though, because that was like a weird like boar man thing kind of thing. But anyway, but as much as anything in Swamp Thing made any sense from I, a you know, well, but. Yeah. Uh, except for Adrian Barbeau. I, 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 Adrian I, I, Barbeau always makes sense. I didn't mean to bring up the movie. I, but, I, I really didn't. But it is a monster <laughs> movie. 
It is a monster. It movie. is a monster movie. Yes, um, I was charmed by it. As much as Hellboy was it's a monster a thing movie. That they made. Quiet, but I don't have any memory of exactly. Yeah, but yes, that then so Stephen Summers Deep Rising is Stephen Summers. I think it might be his first film. At least it's his first monster movie yeah. film. It is just. It's got the same guy that plays the 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 turncoat character in the Mummy. You know the one that we oh, he, he yeah. plays the Mummy's lackey. Oh, yeah, I like him. He's he's in that movie. Um, it has the, uh, the that one actor. He's in this season of Penny Dreadful. He's in uh, uh, Mystery Men as the the, the 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 big superhero, the Eagle or whatever he is. That oh comes yeah. In. Oh yeah. Right. And teaches yeah. them how to be superheroes because superheroes know how to teach. That that um, that movie would have been more successful if it came out like ten years after it yes. did. It yeah. was way too much ahead of its time. But yeah. uh, it's just it's a fun movie. It's a, you know it's got Famke Jansen in it. There's an ocean liner that is attacked by some sort of giant monster, and they're going there to rob it. And they don't realize that everyone on board is already dead, and there's a monster on board now. So that's a good setup. Um, it's it's. I might have to watch. This. Uh, we started watching it a little okay. bit, and then you fell asleep. Um, it was. <laughs> That's not necessarily a comment on the quality of the it, movie, though. It also it also is a little bit ahead of its time because it's kind of that that fun swashbuckling adventure kind yeah, of movie. Yeah. Uh, going back even further, we have Deep Star Six. Deep Star Six is the tale of a bunch of Ernie Hudson and his crew of. Uh, I think was it, no, it wasn't Ernie Hudson. Wasn't in that. I've, uh, I'm probably messing it up here okay. between that and Leviathan. Eh, no big deal. Uh, Deep Star Six has uh, is the tale of a bunch. Uh, no, uh, Deep Star Six has um, Miguel Ferrer, uh, who's from uh-huh. in RoboCop. Uh, well, then I want to watch that because I love him. He uh, where where his he you know this this crew is down. They're doing underwater mining way down deep, and then they're attacked by a horrible crab monster. Um, it's just. It's just a creature feature, is all sure. it is, okay. and just kind of fun. Leviathan with Peter Weller is much different. Uh, it's more like the thing underwater. Um, okay, but you know, oh, like uh, yeah, Harbinger Down, yeah. Except which I, underwater, which I completely Harbinger Water is I on the water. Right. Harbinger Down is on the water. I this is under. Um, I told him he did a phantom, which he did. No, you didn't lie to him. Yeah, I told him. Yeah, he you did a accentuated on the positive I and did. ignored the massive negative. Yeah, so much negative. Um, those three are, are are fun things that I enjoy because I'm starved for, for that kind of monster movie. Sure. But one thing that I absolutely love is Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea does not go, go under the, the nature thing because it is a thing that should not be. They are genetically enhanced genetic sharks. Yeah. Yes. It is a movie that knows that's like uh, how I explain uh, uh, A Knight's Tale and Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. It is a movie <laughs> that fairly early on, not as early as those two movies, but fairly early on, it lets you know what kind of movie you're in for, yeah. and if you're not down for that ride, go away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One Basically. of the sharks uses uh, Stellan Skarsgård as a weapon to break open the glass, and if you don't see a shark with with Stellan Skarsgård on a on a gurney in its mouth, swimming at full speed, and then hurling him into a into glass, and think yes, and say, "All right, fuck it, I'm in." Yeah. Then <laughs> just turn it off. It, it's over. It yeah. is really just stupid fun. It's yeah. another adventure really fun movie, it. and uh, has a surprising ending. Yeah. I think, as far as like, you know, who makes it out is kind of a surprise out yeah. of that movie. I have a really stupid joke. Oh God! Are, are you ready? Yes, I'm it, ready. It's, it's a really stupid joke. <laughs> uh, as long as we're talking about aquatic horror movies, we should mention Frankenstein, which was, of course, directed <laughs> by James Whale. I hate you sometimes. I know. <laughs> 
along the lines of <laughs> mentioned. And moving on. Mentioned uh, arachnophobia. There wasn't really any comment that needed to be made after that joke. It just... And there was none. Yeah, exactly. No, there was yeah, none. Yeah, yeah, moving on. Yeah. Um, and you brought it up a little bit before, but because uh, I showed it to Jen, another really fun movie, because I love my fun creature features, is Eight-Legged Freaks. Yeah. Has its... Yes. It does not take itself seriously at all. It's just plain fun. It's got a surprisingly strong f- f- female character. She's utterly the, competent. The scene with the trapdoor spiders is amazing. There's a ton of just amazingly yeah. stupid fun. And the fact that some of the... Mo- I, I pointed out to Jen, but some of the spiders talk. If I don't you, remember that. If you listen to them, they're talking. They're like actually... Wow. You can see one of them uh, jumps up when they're, when they're all rushing into the, uh, into the mall. Like uh, as the people are running into the parking lot. One of the spiders leaps up onto one of the poles, like the, the, where the, the gates go between one of those big posts, and it is using its front pedipalps to beckon all of the other spiders <laughs> in. It is waving them in, and it is basically just going, come on, come on, <laughs> Waving all of them. They, 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 they do that kind of thing. And it has, you know, the world's worst understanding of how an internal combustion engine works. But, well, know, yeah. yeah, obviously, yeah, it doesn't understand but, how that works. No, it's, it, but my favorite moment is, is where they are completely setting up the sheriff to be the romantic prize for, mm-hmm. for you know existing in this horror movie and he's like well here's this thing i want to tell she goes i know you're in love with me your dad told me that that's nice we've got things to do that's awesome and I'm like, i've forgotten that <laughs> let's move on <laughs> i have to go be competent somewhere else and, and, and along manage the, shit yes and kill things he is he is he is an accessory he is the sidekick he is the oh. main character of the movie but he is really just the sidekick yes yeah uh along the lines of fun spider movies uh big ass spider that one I haven't seen yet. With Greg Grunberg. Spider is a blast. That's but what you I told have me. such a crush on, on Greg Grunberg. And uh, but it is a it is a ton of fun. Uh, a couple more that I know one of which you've talked about, and <laughs> another one is also, you know, just one of those classics that everybody talks about. Uh, Feast. Just another really I've not seen it. And you should Feast I'm is, show it. Okay, good. I'm it's, the guy who's gonna save your ass. It's it's tongue in cheek, <laughs> it's it, uh, it's got Jason Mewes in it, it playing himself. He Jason was not originally Mewes. supposed yeah. to be playing himself, but they decided, uh, what the hell? Why not? It, it, it'll just make it Jason Mewes. Yeah. Speaking of things that, that you, you said you were going to show, I want to remind you of this because you, you brought it up a while ago and then, then we haven't gotten around watching it. High Rise. I still really desperately want to see. I haven't seen it yet. No, I know you haven't so, seen it, but, but you were talking yeah. about, about watching show, it here. We'll show it. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, don't forget that one. That's what I'm really looking forward well, to. Well, and plus, I just, you know, I we need to see more good movies. That'll, mm-hmm. be, a, that'll be a discussion yeah. for the wrap-up. Uh, and then, of course, Pumpkinhead. Oh, God, uh, how did I not? It's it, it on my I list. I don't know how I'm... Yeah, yeah, I know. That is possibly my favorite of that kind of monster yeah. movie, of, of, of like a human scale monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's a folk, there's a folk horror to that. Yeah. That makes, oh, I wonder if we could kind of fit in the pit. Pit's kind of a monster from Jugface. Hmm. Eh. Kind of, but eh. it's. Anyway. The pit isn't a monster. The pit is a god. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Um, right. Not, it's right at the top of my list. I was just like, okay, I'm done. So then uh, I move on to the to the last two things, which are both very things that are very near and dear to my heart. 
Uh, I know you guys have already done a werewolf episode, yeah. so I was just going to briefly touch on my favorites of that genre. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, there's American Werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There is The Howling, which is mm-hmm. my personal, probably my personal favorite. Is it really? Yeah. I should I should watch that again. I haven't seen it in years, and I don't it's, remember it being great. Uh, listening to Shockwaves has been terrible for my wallet because I am ordering <laughs> all of the Shout Factory DVDs, and so Howling will eventually be on its way to me. Uh, on that note, I just got Dog Soldiers. Uh, Love Dog Soldiers is so good. Um, I recently, because there's no legal way to do it, I recently acquired somehow, <laughs> magically. Fell off the back of a truck. Um, back of an internet truck. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, the entire series of uh, the TV show Werewolf, which, oh is, which is the Incredible Hulk with a werewolf. Because um, he wanders into <laughs> yeah. a town yeah. and eventually turns into a werewolf and rescues somebody or you know saves mm-hmm. something or whatever i remember liking that show the first episode is actually pretty decent as far as just being a horror movie or a horror, horror show so oh shit i know what i need to mention because, because i was about to say did you ever see i think it was called wolf lake um yes TV with uh, lou diamond phillips with lou diamond phillips i, I watched a little bit of it that reminded me that that i saw some stuff at sif uh i'm not going to talk about all of it but i do want want to mention uh the night stalker in which Lou Diamond Phillips uh, plays uh, uh, Richard Ramirez, oh, the serial hmm. killer. He's the one who played him. He's the one he who seems plays a bit him. Old to play him, but yeah, he, he kind of was. But looks wise, he was yeah. just perfect. And 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 he just I, I I've seen interviews with the actual Ramirez, and watching this, it, it's clear yeah. that that he's studied them because yeah. he, he just really nails it. It's a very disturbing movie and not just for the reasons you'd think it would be. Yeah. Uh, the lead character brings her own disturbingness to the movie. Ooh. And and it's basically a, the story of an interference pattern between two people's weirdness. Sure. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, really good. It's, it's made for a lifetime. Wow. Which I, yeah. There's I, a lot uh, of really good directors yeah. who make their living by making lifetime stuff. It, it was fantastic. It is worth checking out. My weird guilty pleasure of werewolf movies is a movie that was up until recently was on Netflix streaming. It was called Werewolf, The Beast Among Us. Uh, it was not a well-budgeted movie. Oh, it looks terrible. Um, but it hit my sweet spot, much like the werewolf TV show did when I was a kid, where the werewolf is kind of the hero. Um, okay. The, the werewolf is a monster in this one. It's it's this weird like medieval werewolf hunter movie, except that there's a new werewolf and no one knows what it is. And it's and spoilers for this not great movie. It turns out the werewolf is actually one of the heroes of the movie, and so it 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 <laughs> hit me. It hit me. I was like, yay, a werewolf hero movie. Yes, yay. okay. Kill All the right. other evil monsters, mighty werewolf. Oh yeah, that reminds me of something that I wanted to bring up. I don't know if either of you remember this from, from, from childhood. Did you ever see an animated series called Drac Pack? The Drac Pack. Yes. Wasn't it great? I, I do I, remember it, the Drac Pack. Basically, the Drac Pack is like teenage versions of the, the Universal Monsters well, it's, it's the as sons, the superhero cause, cause team. Because Dracula himself yes. is in the movie, is, is like the father of, of their Dracula character. I never want to go back and rewatch this series because it, 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 it's got to be it actually to be, terrible. Yeah. But, but it. That was like probably the first thing that I remember encountering as a kid is, hey, the, the monsters can be the good guys. Aww. And I was like, oh, 
oh and yeah it just just really like it, it hit mm-hmm. a sweet spot for me much so. more than the groovy ghoulies where the monsters were just sort of yeah. well you know fun things or yeah. whatever but these they were actually the heroes of Dracula. the groovy Pack. ghoulies I have seen again as an adult and god it's not good but, <laughs> but I still have such, such a fondness for it uh, and then the last thing is uh, the other thing that's near and dear to me is uh, giant monster movies mm-hmm. um so I, you know, obviously there's lots of giant monster movies out there. I'm just gonna hit that I could I could talk about. I'm just gonna hit the for me the highlights the of the big them, ones, the big ones, the <laughs> biggest of the giant uh, monster movies. Okay. Um, right. Some lesser known ones. I can hit you again. Oh. <laughs> some lesser known ones that you can go for. Um, Gorgo, which is a British, a yeah. British one, uh, is okay if you're like. Oh, this is interesting. Just to watch is like the lower budget end of it. Whatever if you made can, a British studio think they can make a giant monster movie is fucking beyond me. But more power to them. For if trying. you can watch it as for the mystery science theater version yeah. of it, that is far superior because you know yeah. it's it's laughable. Uh, Reptilicus, which is the finest uh, mo- giant monster movie that I believe the Danish, the Danes could come oh, yeah. up with. Yeah, uh, it's one of the Scandinavian. It might be one of the Scandinavian area countries. Um, it is. You can find that at IKEA. Yeah, I, that, no, you, some you some assembly actually. is required. With that one, um, <laughs> Make sure you have an Allen wrench before you start watching this movie. But if you if you want to watch, you know, a giant monster movie from back in the day, this is certainly one of them. And <laughs> as far as like like the imitators of it goes, it's not the most terrible of the imitators that that goes along with it. Um, the uh, then of course there's the big two. Uh, the Gamera movies. If and, you're gonna... and cue the winged serpent, obviously. Obviously. Um, yeah. Because Carradine. <laughs> yeah. um, the Gamera movies, if you're going to watch any of the old ones, uh, again, I recommend the MS3 3K ones. Yeah. Uh, because... Uh, Which, those are the ones I watched when I was little. I watched them when I was little, too, and they're fun, but they... you well, got to watch, watch them with when me. they were little. Hmm. Of course you watched them when you were little. Gamera is a friend, friend of all children. children. Yeah. Uh, that said, I've, I've shown Jen the very first one of the new trilogy. Oh, the, yeah. The newish trilogy right. when it came out in the 90s. And those are uh, the, the Gamera movies that as an adult you kind of want. There are scenes in like the second and third one where they show what happens when giant monsters fight in a city. Namely, huge fireballs start flying and people are exploding. And, you know, there's, there's lots of dying. There's, there's okay. lots of people that dying in these movies. They get pro- progressively more Japanese as they go. <laughs> they just get weirder and weirder yeah. as they go for go into the uh, through each one. But they're still all very good and all you know man in suit kind of stuff. Uh, and then of course there's Godzilla. The original one is an honest to god horror movie. Yeah, uh, I, I showed show. that showed that to mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, and I probably never would have watched it if you hadn't if you hadn't sat us down for it. I'm really glad you did. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Um, the uh, but if it's it, beautifully shot, nobody ever talks about that. No, no it's a it's an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the however, other than that one, uh, if you wanted to watch two, the two that I think are the exemplars of Godzilla movies, if you want to watch one of the older ones that's the exemplar of that older series, it's Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Sure. Uh, where it starts off, you know, it's evil clone kind of thing, and then it, but it's it's got that. It's got King Caesar. It's a big monster brawl right at the end. It's got space aliens, all of these things. It is, and it's just over the top and wonderful without going so far into kiddie land where it's just yeah. ridiculous and obviously for children. 
this is this was the return to form. It was the second to last of the the other movies. The one that follows it is a direct sequel. Uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla is the American title, which is also still very good, but not as good as the one before. But if you're going to watch one of the modern Godzilla movies, it's the one that you watched, uh, Godzilla Giant Monsters All Out Attack. Yes, that was uh, a fucking great movie. Which is a horror movie. Uh, Godzilla is back to being the villain again. Yes. Um, and it is a horrible horror. The, the part of it that sticks with me, that just sets the tone, is that Godzilla, the, when he, it comes out, and it's wandering around. Its first roar shatters windows throughout yeah. the throughout the city, just like and, and people are terrified. But as it stomps through the area, some people go running out of a supermarket into the, the the parking lot, and you can see as it shoots over his shoulder that Godzilla watches all of them and is filled with hate. And that's when its spines start to light up, and the energy starts to build in its mouth, and it cuts away to a classroom that is apparently some miles distance from this. And then all of a sudden, there's a huge white flash yeah. inside the classroom. And everyone goes, oh, God. And they look out, and there's a mushroom cloud going up from where, from some miles away. Because it is returning Godzilla to the nuclear allegory yeah. oh, okay. that it was yeah, originally. The Japanese have some weird fascination for that. I, yeah, I, I don't I know, don't know yeah, where, where that comes no, from. Yeah, gosh. No, we never know where that comes from. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's got other monsters in it. It's got three other monsters, and they all have big fights. And Godzilla is the, the big villain that everyone's trying to fight against. But... That one is my, the the one that that I would show I'm, everyone. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because because I really loved it and I, you know. And uh, well, that's pretty much me. Uh, everything else was pretty much covered for uh, by other people. So. Is there anything else I that you had? Don't think there's anything on my list still that. I desperately want to mention. Well, the host is worth mentioning, at least in passing. Mm-hmm. I did not bring it up because I just didn't enjoy it very you much. You didn't enjoy it. I, okay. I enjoy the beginning and I yeah. enjoy the end. Yeah. There is a middle section in there that just needs to be... I mean, I'm sure that... I, I'm not Korean. I'm not from Korea. Maybe yeah. it's got some other significance to a Korean audience. Well, there's or a lot there's, of propaganda in it, too. Yeah, it's pacing true. or whatever. But that whole middle section in there just needs to be excised to... And it would be a tighter mm. film. Yeah. Well, other than one, the, one of the main oh, messages the fire effects that, that are so uh, shitty. Americans are dicks, and yeah. and honestly, wrong. Americans are dicks. dicks. Yeah, still. And I don't mind. I'm not so you know. Yeah, yeah. Full of myself that I'm not going to appreciate a, a different country's viewpoint on what dicks we are. Uh, yeah. But it killed the pacing of the movie. It, that was and that's okay. the problem. That was it. Yeah, that, that, that was it. that's totally fair. But but as far as just straight up giant monster action, mm-hmm. I feel like that that's one mm-hmm. of the best recent films yes. to yep. really capture that. Okay, I've got three more I want to bring up. Okay. Um, all of which are relatively minor films compared sure. to what we've talked about. So this episode just kind of nice pe- peter out into <laughs> into, into oh, insignificance. Yeah. Uh, the Hallow was I a recent one. I almost brought it up. Yeah. yeah. That was, but it, it skirts that edge of monsters. But it does, but, yeah, yeah. I, and, and, and kind and, of in that same vein, I would like to throw out like the Wendigo. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That so. is, the, the, those are both excellent. They're, they're quieter. They're quieter, kind of nature mm-hmm. monsters. Yeah, and and kind of mythical and folklorish. Folk, folk, yeah. Oh man, those, those two go together really well, actually. The Boggy mm-hmm. Creek movies, you know, like the the first one especially where it's a faux documentary. Um, there you go, faux documentary, Boggy Creek movie. It's a big. It's <laughs> about Bigfoot. Like it, yeah. It's about Bigfoot. Yeah. The second one, the second one was weird because it's got like a, a like a, it's it's Bigfoot as friend to mankind kind of thing where Bigfoot like there's a there's a kid that gets trapped in a boat and it drags them to safety slowly. I, as I recall, I haven't watched it in many many years, but the first one's 
you know, shot on a shoestring budget with sure. a guy in a gorilla suit, basically. But <laughs> uh, but good for the time, and still got some some good reenactment shots. Sure. Hmm. Uh, the next one I want to mention that you were talking earlier about you know movies you want to take a shower after. This definitely qualifies as one splice. Yeah. Mm, that was the uh, like lamb woman thing, right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's genetically engineered. Yep. Yeah, wrong, wrong. Girl wrong, some thing, wrong. Yeah. Sort of. Until yeah. later. And that had the guy that played the right. scarecrow yeah, in it, exactly. right? Yeah. Uh, does it? Yeah. Killian Murphy? Yeah. Wow, I, 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 I would think it? I would remember Wait, that. No. Is it? Somebody who maybe looks kind of like him? I'm, I'm, Perhaps. I'm, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. If it's Killian Murphy, then you know that we know who the real monster in that. <laughs> he just looks alien on his own. He really does, yeah. Uh, and then the last one, I'd be willing to bet money that you haven't seen this, Jen, okay. but you might have. And that's uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. I have seen trailers for it, but do, do there are know, some movies know, that are too Japanese for me. And yeah, and I, that, this is about five of them, probably. Yes. I yeah. think, but, but I've seen chunks of it now that I think about it. There's that level of of Japanese movie that's just not my bag and yeah the, the gore tech tokyo gore police and oh sure there's, there's a ton of those they're, they're just they're just like uh, fucking wacky and i don't really watch a ton of those tetsuo i wanted to watch because of the really just kind of strong cyberpunk overtones mm-hmm. of it mm. i watched it more as a cyberpunk movie than i did as a horror movie um and for what they were trying to do it's really well done, and it, yeah. it, it's very disturbing. And watching this guy just gradually transform into, you know, just this machine-covered thing is really disturbing. And certainly 90% of the stuff he gets up to in the movie is really just genuinely not okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely one to watch. If you, if you think, I've hit the limit of weird, you know, what, what, what oh, have I wait, seen? There's oh, more. but wait, there's more. Or you There's can another go, layer under the bedrock. You can go the other way if you want. If you're like, what I want to watch is something with monsters in it that's really weird in Japanese. You can go Big Man Japan. I still need to see that. Big Man Japan. The I have best never way I never even heard of really. This. The best way I can describe it is it's just fucked up. <laughs> that's that's all there is to it. Well, it's, we have watched Possession. I mean, we know fucked up. This 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 I think is more. It's well, it's more entertaining than Possession because it's just <laughs> it's just mind boggling. You're just Possession like is really trying to entertain you. You're I don't just think like, that's, why? That's what is happening? This is weird <laughs> and off putting and unsettling. And what? It, it, no, it, big big man Japan is. It's an experience. Correct me if I'm wrong on, on this one, but, but my impression of it is that, is that the lead character is someone who, you know, has been kind of this superhero-ish figure and that he can turn into a giant and fight, you know, these kaiju that, that come in. But this is, like, in his later declining years after, you know, things have not been going so well for him. Yes. Is that, his is that a father, fair description? The, 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 he, was, he is the hero called Big Man Japan. Yeah. And his father was Big Man Japan before him. And he's kind of a slacker and has had some bad relationships. Yeah. And uh, and in an American movie, it would, things would progress from there. But then he fights no, no. the weirdest fucking monsters that are that are not like you know, oh, it's a big lizard monster or whatever. They're plainly allegories for other things in his life yeah. that he's fighting. There is a weird family of Ultramen that show up partway through the movie. It. It's just plain weird and disturbing, and I don't know that. I mean, I I I I haven't watched it in many years. I could probably rewatch it again, but when I watched it afterwards, I was like, 
oh god i don't want to watch this anymore I, i'm finished with it <laughs> so I it's think no calamari wrestler is what i'm saying that one i haven't heard of it sounds like this is something he's not going to try to show you which i Dude. think you hey, should be pretty grateful for yep all right well i all think right. that wraps it up for this episode well uh, i am jennifer lovely i can be found at jengalogs.com and uh on yeah find me at jengalove.com <laughs> which has links to her social media accounts yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find me at my website which is titpinata.com <laughs> or it will be after tonight <laughs> not the internet <laughs> no, no okay okay this, this, this is not actually true I'm, I'm lying right now my actual website that you can find me at is bloodletters.com uh, and you can also find me on tumblr as Michael Montour, all one word and you can find me on Twitter as Montour. Uh, and I am handsome boyfriend Jim. Uh, I do a podcast about the uh, Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars miniatures game called Star Wars Armada. It's called Fire When Ready. It's found at firewhenreadypodcast.com. Uh, and if you're more into seeing humorous photos with celebrities, you can find me at famouspeoplehateme.tumblr.com. Which honestly is hilarious, and 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 and, and, and and when when Jen was first telling me about you, uh, I was like, okay, I want to, who is this guy? And she showed me about this Tumblr, and I went and looked at, it, I was like, okay, I approve. I approve. She can date this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll be back in, in, in two hopefully weeks. two weeks. Uh, so we'll talk to you then. 